This is episode number six. Five things Christian millionaires do differently than everybody else. Part two. Here we go. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level? Well, you're at the right spot. Finding solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. What's up? What's up, guys? We are back. It is a new year, a new decade. Um, I don't know how you spent your New Year's. I was in church having fun. Um, thinking about the fact that, you know, made it to 2020. Uh, 30 years ago was 1990. Almost 40 years ago was 1980. The fact how fast time is going and things that need to be done. And, and I'm just grateful to God for everything that he has done and everything he has brought me through. And I don't know if, if that's the same for you. It should be the same for you. But If there's anything that we can all glean from 2019 is the mistakes we made in 2019 and how to not make those mistakes in 2020. And if there were anything that we can also glean is how to take this decade, God willing, to the next level. So wanted to go back to the idea of how Christian millionaires are different from other Christians because... Excuse me. The truth is there are a lot of Christians who are broke. There are a lot of Christians who are poor. There are a lot of Christians who are just, you know, just waiting for the sweet by and by waiting for the 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 bus of Jesus to take them to heaven and, and, and are in debt and distraught and whatnot. And then you have other believers who are who are living lives of purpose, not to say they don't have trouble, but they have money in the bank and they are rich. They are, in, for the most part, in charge of their lives. And when I really looked at the two, I wanted to find out what the difference was. And I'm not sure if you've ever read the book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. And if you haven't, it's a really good read. I, I highly recommend it. And he basically said that, you know, he learned to look at how rich people think and how poor people think and that they think vastly different. And it really is no same. It really is no difference. Excuse me. When you start talking about Christian millionaires, because they do think differently than other Christians. And so I wanted to go into just two of the things, two of uh, the things that Christian millionaires begin to talk about. We already talked about two of them. I want to bring in, I guess, three and four. And the third thing that Christian millionaires do understand, they understand the importance of goal setting. Of goal setting. And so the example I like to use is Steve Scott. So if you've never heard of Steve Scott, his life was a mess. He he flunked out of his first nine jobs within six years and he was completely distraught. He had a family to feed. He just did not know what to do because he was working hard. He was trying to burn the midnight oil. And no matter what he did, it, it just, you know, was not working for him. And so he was given some advice that changed his life. He read a chapter of the book of Proverbs every day for two years. He write down the insights he gained and applied in the work. And so he had nothing to lose. So he just did it. And on job number nine, 
he created a television marketing campaign that doubled the sales of the company he worked for from 30 million to 60 million in only four months. And even though he was only 27, his boss offered to double his salary, promote him to vice president of marketing and give him a company car. But instead of accepting the promotion, he resigned so he could accept an offer from his friend Bob Marsh to start a business of their own. And they started their own marketing company. And with $5,000, they tested a television marketing campaign. And keep in mind, this was in like the night, I believe he told it was in 1976, 1977. $5,000 is a lot of money. For a new product they had acquired and within nine months their sales had grown to nearly one million dollars a week one million dollars a week so what was the thing that caused him to go from this guy who flunked out of jobs could not get ahead to this guy who is creating this campaign that's one million dollars a week and he learned the power of vision mapping He said, in his words, in my failed jobs after college, I never had a clear and precise vision of what I wanted to achieve. And it's not surprising that they only lasted less than a year, produced only minimal income. On the other hand, in my 10th job, I had a very clear vision for my first project. I created a detailed roadmap of my goals and outlined the steps and the tasks that I needed to complete to achieve those goals and fulfill that vision. The result Within six months of starting the job, our sales skyrocketed from $1,000 a week to more than a million dollars a week. And so when you start talking about Christian millionaires, these people are goal setters. They know exactly what they want and they have a detailed roadmap of how to get there. Whereas other Christians just was kind of flying by the seat of their pants and just, you know, let's see what God has in store for me, so on and so forth. But that's that's not true biblical wisdom because the bible says where there is no vision the people perish and when it talks about vision it's talking about specific steps of getting where you need to go so it's not enough to just kind of wish and hope and 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 just kind of think that things will work out on their own they kind of will but they kind of won't and it's a mistake i've made it's a mistake that um a lot of people are making, and it's a mistake that these Christian millionaires made, but they stopped making. And so if there's anything you need to learn to do right now, it's to start setting up goals. But just a caveat, before we start talking about goals, it's, it's important we also talk about systems because goals are important, but the systems is what will get you to accomplish the goal. Um, it's what James Clear says in his book, Atomic Habits. It says, we do not rise to the level of our goals we fall to the level of our systems so at the end of the day if you have a goal to lose 90 pounds but you go to the gym twice a week or maybe once a month can't really expect that to happen so along with the goals have a system in place to reach those goals go more into that later but number four christian millionaires they understand the importance of multiple streams of income Again, John D. Rockefeller is by far the richest Christian millionaire to date. And he knew from early on that money was important, but he also knew that he wanted to be the master of money, not its servant. So by the time he was 12, he had saved $50, which is about $1,400 in today's money. He then loaned that money to a farmer at 7% interest. And at the end of the year, 
he collected $3.50 with absolutely no work. And so the impression was gaining ground with me that it was a good thing to let money be my slave and not make myself a slave to money. So at the end of the day, Christian millionaires understand the importance of putting their money to work. Whereas broke Christians understand the concept of working hard for money. Christian millionaires do work hard. They do struggle. They go the extra mile. But when they get their money, they know how to put their money to work for them. And so at the end of the day, it's important that we not just rely on one stream of income. Yes, you have your job. Yes, you have your business. But there needs to be multiple streams of income coming in your life. Let me give you an example. So Bishop Jakes, and if you don't know Bishop Jakes, just stop this podcast right now and go find out who this guy is. But I'm sure you do. But he's a very, very prominent man of God, and he understands the importance of different income streams. And he spoke about his ability to maximize his streams when he said years ago, God dropped an idea for a woman's Bible class in my heart. That idea grew and became a book, a conference, a play, and a music CD. God gave me the ability to take that idea and package it to reach a much larger audience than it would have reached if it had just remained a Bible class. I am very blessed. I have my ministry, which is my passion, and I have my business success, which is the result of my creativity and the source of my financial success. Later on, he talked about his role of a businessman when he did an interview at CNN. He said, most people who are familiar with me know that I own several companies on my own and I've been very, very successful as a writer. And yet I've been true to my ministry and calling. I own three companies. I got a production company and entrepreneurial pursuits are very, very important to me, to my culture, to my family, to my community. And yet I am still a preacher. And at the end of the day, he also is a real estate investor. So hear me good, future Christian millionaire, hear me good, please hear me good. Whether it be real estate, books, courses, dividends, you cannot underestimate the importance of having multiple streams of income. You have the wisdom of God, you have the power of God, the knowledge of God, and God is with you. So work on it right now, my brothers and sisters, to create those streams of income to completely change your life. That being said, that's all we got for today. But before you go, just want you to go check out tithehacker.org. Um, really working on producing some great new content for that site. It's really long form content, so I don't post as much. But when I do post, it's the 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 posts are very long, very detailed, and you are going to love it. So just check that out, tithehacker.org. And I will speak to you tomorrow. Have a blessed one.